The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to come again. I'm sure you did. Supposedly a poop draft for the Broncos. Jamal Murray explains himself, and Draymond's ejected. Alana overdrafting, Predators playing, draft after Math Monday audition yeah. of the program. Let's go. Oh my goodness gracious. What do you think you are? I am. That's right, guys. What to do, my baby? Let's go. What's up, Jake? What is up? Nice hair. Oh, thank you. Jake's hair is it's everywhere. Everyone. Beautiful hair. It's put back in a uh, hat today. You kind of look like Huey Lewis a little bit. Huey Lewis? That's right. Ice man. You mean the guy who's not as good as Billy Joel? What? I'm sorry. What did you say? You mean the guy who's not as good as Billy Joel? Don't do this. Hey, don't push ding dong. Okay. So, put the camera on yourself, Jake. Beautiful, man. Whoa. I'll tell you. Hair is, uh, you know. It's flowing. Feeling good. Wow. You know, normally when I wear this hat, I'll put the ponytail through mm-hmm. the back of the, you know. Nice pony. The, the the back of the hole in the back. Yeah. So, uh, but I switched it up. I, I let the hair down. Wow. The quest for Lord Stanley's Cup. Lord Stanley, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and he will have his vengeance in this lifetime or the next. Highness. How's your weekend? It was long. Um, That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Danny. Um, Saturday... Yeah. You know, I had a uh, kickboxing class in the morning. Yeah, you know, I was kicking ass too, but tell me about yours. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, I, I found some uh, pretty good combos there. I learned Whoa, some nice combos. Whoa, found some good combos. Uh, you know, I, I get that spinning back fist Whoa. mixed with, uh, you know, a, a roundhouse. Are you going pro? Uh, totally. You know, you can see me in uh, the next UFC 274. I'll be, uh, you know. Kicking ass. Kicking ass. But uh, after that, I went to the... Second regional green belt challenge. Okay. Uh, 40 fights over what? the weekend. 40 fights that I called over the weekend. <sighs> Bravo. It's here. Ow! And uh, I'm very tired, and I didn't get much much rest Dang. this weekend. So um, that's how my weekend went. How about you, Danny? Uh, let's see here. Thunder Baseball 2-0. I saw the some weekend. singles there for uh, for JJ. JJ's hitting the ball hard. Had three little singles on the day. Um, scored three runs to blowout city. I, I think it's about you know they're gonna start getting. But we might have to figure a way to. I don't. We can't move up mid season. But we finished fourth last year. Okay, we finished fourth last year, and then we in the fall league we lost in the championship game. Okay, so we're just smoking teams right now. We're really, our our uh, the other Thunder team. Our nemesis 
Okay, we hate each other. They we broke up. We used to, there was one dad and it was a couple problems. One other mom got in his ear and they kind of did their own thing. They got pounded by our guys on Saturday. Just destroyed them. It felt so good, and uh, they had it coming. We don't like each other, and and then we beat this other nice guy. I like to beat the Hawks and the Warriors teams. Hey, hey, Warriors, come out to. Play. That's what JJ and the boys are saying. We got we got all these little things. We're like when they're we got a new thing we're doing where when they're pitching pitchers warming up, we all come out of the dugout and get on one knee and just like watch him. Got to get in the head. So of that the... pitcher's like, what in the world? And then our little leadoff guy Jacob, his dad, he tells the guys, and so some of them do it. Yeah, when you're up to you know when you, you're up to bat and you look you, you and the pitcher first look at each other, pull him a kiss. So like some of the boys do it and you'll see it and I get I'm like they have to get in their head a little bit but we're just really good too. Yeah, I got to get in your opponent's head and yeah that that leadoff kid he's got a great name. Should we just keep pounding teams or what? Like I will throw yeah. a, we'll throw an ace like I'll throw JJ or Chase or Sorelli and then we'll bring in like a B after that. Just keep pounding them. Just just they keep just earned this. Our guys have earned this and deserve this since they were T-ball, you know, T-ballers playing with Otto uh Otto Bennett. Um I know Bennett you have to get to piano practice, and you know, like we just got, we've weeded them out. We don't have Ottos and Bennett's anymore, and we only have one Liam now. Only one Liam survived. I never thought I'd see the day where there's only one Liam. Liam Simmons, Liam Schwartz, you're fired. No, nah, we didn't fire him. Wow. One moved to Michigan. He was my favorite kid ever. And then another one we kind of fired. He fired himself. This other kid, another there's another kid on the other Thunder team. Then we'll move on from the Thunder stuff. Who was on our team. And like all the way to the end of the season, he kind of quit. Hated being there. His dad was like, coolest dude. Still plays like dad at baseball. Thought like the Marlins were going to call him or something. It was crazy. His son was our worst player. They pitched him. For first... He came back to play. He hates baseball, okay? He hates it with a passion, this kid. I feel like child abuse. Um, and they asked to not be on Coach Danny's team. Oh, oh, so he joined that other, our nemesis Thunder team. So guess who they trot out there to pitch against us? That, that kid. freaking kid. I am shocked. So last thing, two, there's a seven-run roll, okay? He pitched two innings against us. We seven run them the first two innings. They didn't get one out on our guys. And it was just like filled my little heart up because you don't want to play with me. Well, it's not that. It's just all our hard work. Like I, we have some audio of my coaching stuff from earlier in the season, don't we? You've got to be number one. I won't tolerate any losers in this family. Your intensity is for sh win, win, win. Okay, enough about us. Uh, enough about Jake's hair. Uh, the Broncos wrapped up their draft. Um, according to Cecil, it totally sucked. According to draft uh, graders from Pro Football Focus and other analytical websites, the Broncos had maybe the worst in terms of reaches, in terms of value, pure you value. The worst draft of maybe any team in the National Football League. Tell me. But, but, you know, all those people, you know what I say? 
Hold up. I got this. Here, here's what we got to say. They're idiots. They're, they're, they're idiots. They're, he's an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right. That's what we got to say about that. You know, he's an idiot. If there's a guy that and I'm question. drafting at 120 and, oh, man, on um, some guys, just like, you know, I don't keep I don't call Cecil out, but he's a perfect example. Cecil, Cecil doesn't really know these guys. Give me, you think Cecil watched tape on 300 of the guys drafted? Maybe four or 500 of the guys who, because you know, a lot of guys didn't get drafted. No, of course not. Who could? I mean, maybe like there might be people who do it. I'm not saying that people don't people do it, but you know, like guys, most people are putting these mocks and things together. Is it think Zach Seegers did all that? Zach Seegers has a girlfriend in college, is 22 or 23 years old. And just trying to graduate CU and is just ahead of the game because we see young talent here and we, they work for peanuts and gift cards. <laughs> uh, Zach might be one of those guys who did actually watch some of these. Uh, I'm not saying Zach didn't watch 150 or 200 guys, but all 500. How could you? You couldn't. It's impossible. So if your Broncos are drafting at 120 and. They like a guy there. Wow, this guy's right here. Right, guys? Hey, we had him as a second-round grade. He's right here um, available in the fifth round. Uh, because someone thinks that he might have should have gone undrafted or would have been a flyer seventh-round pick, but you like a guy? You, you wait to take him? No. And another team p- p- snags him because someone says, you should have waited one more round to take him? That's ridiculous. What? Listen, what happens to players once they just make it, Jake, in the league? Nobody gives a good GD about where they were drafted. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you were drafted. It doesn't matter what you think. You see what I'm saying? It's just like doesn't. It just doesn't matter where you were drafted. And that goes even all the way to the top of the draft. You can look historically foolish by taking Baker Mayfield instead of Josh Allen. That's pretty stupid. But it, a guy who who's mad at uh, Cortland that they, you know people missed on Cortland Sutton he should have been a first round pick it's just where a guy was drafted there's it's just there there's no listen guys there nowadays there's science to it you there's a formula and I'm sure Sandy Clough will give it to you nine o'clock till midnight Monday through Friday in long equation form where there's Combine results times um, collegiate, you know, productivity, pr- pr- production, you know, divided by uh, how many times he, you know, b- b- divided by his grades um, equals some kind of rhythmic formula that creates value on a player. There's 30 teams. I bet you one guy's number seven overall pick was another NFL team's number 27 overall pick. All day, every day. All day, every day, every damn day. You know that one? Uh, no. Uh, no. Oh, oh. I might. Okay. But I'm going to have to hear it. Yeah. We got a text from our guy, Alo. He says, Peyton killed it. I mean, for what he had to work with. First off, do you know what I'm going to... Whoever dread... Any person who grades any of these drafts, I don't want to do the hold up. He's an idiot again, but we might as well. 
Come on. I'm a dumbass. There we go. Grading what? <laughs> Nothing? You know, uh, something that hasn't happened? Grading the potential. Hey, we're grading the, the future. future. <laughs> Give me a whole break. The Broncos got an... But right now... Jake! Stop the show! <laughs> I'm going to grade the Broncos draft class right now with an A plus because they traded their pick for Russell Wilson. A! Yeah! <laughs> Come on. Who's giving you that? Is Nate Jackson and whoever's filling in for Chad Brown today giving you that? They're not. I promise you they're not. I mean, they played in the NFL. I didn't. But playing in the NFL doesn't mean good radio. I have great hair. And this show has got both. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. We're back. Text line's back, baby. Watch us at milehighsports.com. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. We want to hear from you guys. Join the conversation. It's my life sports. Back in the days when Ice Cube and Easy had everybody yelling out, boy, you can't. We did it. You heard of it? I, I recognize the sample, but I don't, I don't know the guy. Let's hear it. That's it. Just don't okay, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey. All day, every day, every damn day. Yes. Yes. I know, you know, that part at the in the background where it's... Yeah. That's why we hold it down for the west side. Well, southwest, Denver, actually. Fair Valley. Okay. Good stuff. So, okay. Did you... We'll go through the draft itself. We'll talk about Nick Dorito. I'm sorry. What's his name? Uh, Nick Benito. Burrito? No, Nick Casa Benito. I've heard that. And Nick Benito Santiago. Anytime you hear Benito, you got to throw Santiago at the end of it. Because he's my favorite. they see that Burrito can save us. Wait, 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 wait. Try, try that again. Go. And they say Nick Bonito can save us. We have to re- record a new one. Should I try it again? <clears throat> Don't play it. And they say Nick Bonito can save us. Should we save it forever? We'll save it forever. See, one take, guys. Hey, you know, I'm like Dan Marino. Remember that? <laughs> I'm like Frank Sinatra just coming. I'm like, fly me to the moon and let me. All right, guys. That's just one take, sir. That's right. That's right, Billy. So the see the avalanche drew the predators. Hmm. Aren't we like, you know, it's the NHL, so we're just scared of everybody because anything it, could happen. Well, yeah, because eight seeds, you know, beat number one seeds in that crazy tournament, right? Yeah, all the time. Uh, Avs did it a few years back. It's not an it's not an anomaly to see an eight seed win in the NHL playoffs. So, how are we feeling about 
the Predators. Let me see. Uh, let me you want a little information on on these guys. Yeah, I'm not feeling too great about this. Really, that's not what I wanted to hear. Thank you for that. That sounds terrible. The Avs are a perennial powerhouse, but they have not played well against the Predators this year, and they just have the Avs number. What was the series season total at? Do we know? Um, I believe the Predators. How many times did they play? Four times? Three times? Two times? I think four times. They're in the same division. They're in the central division. So I'd assume we play them four times. We'll look at that. Okay, but here's what we do know about them. You know, and then what happened inside of those games, though, was Frank, 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 Frankie, what is his name? Francis. That's what I said. Was Francis playing in those games or was Darce? You know? Right. I, I got to take a look. I don't know. You know, you tell me. But the Predators were, were 45, 30, and 7. Had 97 total points on the year. Uh, 266 goals against, 252 goals against, for, you know, example, the Avalanche scored 312 goals and gave up 234. Actually, if I'm looking at it here, that's the, wow, the Flames gave up 208 goals. That's the fewest. And I heard some guy talking big talk on the Flames over the weekend. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to douse those Flames. <laughs> My right abs fans. Um, they've scored about 293 goals, the Flames. But have only given up 208. That is the fewest in the National Hockey League. All right. That's a lie. The Hurricanes only gave up 202, but that was in the West Western Conference. We'll keep going, sir. So I looked at the uh, season series. They did play four times this year. <gasps> the Avs lost the series one to three. Okay. So the Predators uh, just last Thursday mm-hmm. on the 28th beat, beat the, the Avs in a five shootout. Five to four. Five to four, right? Five four in a shootout. And then you have to go way back. Let's go back. The first time that they played was early on in November. That was the Avs' only victory against them, 6-2. to two, uh, And that was a thrashing. And then they lost to them in December and then lost to them again. Is it all about matchups in this league uh, or in this tournament? Or is it about, though, an overwhelming team should just be able to dominate an 8? See, they don't seem like your average 8 seed. They, they're not. They seem better than that. That's kind of, you know, their numbers are right there. Then like the goals against stuff, they're not, you know, they, the stars have one more point and they've scored 30 more goals than, or I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the stars have one more point, 90, 98 points against their 97, uh, but have scored 30 less goals, but like goals against, you know, they're right there. Nothing crazy. Like the predators defense is not incredible. That's why they're there or anything like that. Um, they're just. A team that might have the Avs number. I don't know a lot about them. You know, I guess we'll learn here pretty quick. And but go. There's still going to be a little bit of bad blood after the, you know, not only because they're, you know, divisional rivals, but also the Avs lost to them in the playoffs. What was it? Three, four years mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. And that still left a bad taste in a lot of Avs Damn, fans the, mouth. The Western Conference is tight, bro. Like a tiger. It's the wild or good. Plus they added one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. Right. Of our generation. The Blues are really good again. 
Stars are in it. Flames are great. The Oilers are a really good team as well. Was that Connor McDavid? Yeah. And then the Kings. Golden Knights are out. The outside looking in. <laughs> yeah, but like the Predators could be this year's Golden Knights. Damn it. But this song makes me feel a little bit different inside. It actually makes me feel like a champion. A Super Bowl 50 champion. Oh. Does this mean? Listen. You feel like a Stanley Cup champion? Listen. Yeah, this guy's music sucks. Yeah, he lost Gwyneth Paltrow. But at Super Bowl 50, at that halftime, was an experience unlike any other. And it was brought to you by Coldplay. Turn it up. Okay. Not bad. Eh, kind of bad. I mean, do you like it? It's okay. It's kind of fun. I like all the sounds and yeah. things. Yeah, Coldplay's, you know, they're, they're good. Yeah, but when I think of Coldplay, I think of... I came along and wrote a song for you. And they were all yellow. Well, that's a good song, too. <laughs> that's a good song? I like that song. <sighs> Get me out of here. It's my life sports. You asked for this. No, I didn't. Here it is. <laughs> this is their first? Or no? Um, I mean, how do you get to the Super Bowl 50 halftime show? I don't know if this was their first. By doing this? If that's the case, Matchbox 20 should have done two Super Bowl halftime shows by now. Come on now. It's a good song. If that's rock, I don't, don't want to be right. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. So utilize either of those. Feel free to talk about the draft, but don't come in here and act like you know all about it and the players and all that kind of stuff because, you know, we're not acting like that. We'll see about a guest or two here. And um, that's it. Should we? Let me see here. Here we go. So Nick Benito was their first pick. The last pick of the second round, number 64 overall, okay? With the 64th overall pick of the 2022 NFL Draft, the Denver Broncos select linebacker from Oklahoma, Nick Bonito. So I saw him all over the board. He, you know, was a second-round pick. I don't know if he was in anyone's late first round. But he was a bona fide second round pick all over the place. So I actually think that he might have fell to the Broncos in a lot of ways, in a lot of cases. But uh, they have been on the hunt for more depth on the edge of their defense. Okay. And they supposedly get that with Benito. He's explosive. Here's the um, scouting report on him. He's explosive. A 4-5-4 in the 40 at the Combine. 32 tackles for loss in his career with the Sooners. Boomer! 
Sooner. Yeah, he needs more strength to set the consistency uh, on the edge in the run game, but should contribute quickly as a nickel rusher. That's what I was going to say. Okay. You know, I heard uh, that he might have a hard time shedding blocks. You know, once he actually gets blocked, mm-hmm. you know, he has a difficult time of actually getting off of those blocks. Interesting. Okay, so with the next pick, their next pick, it was number 83 overall. I think we said it was 84 like 20 times last week. And the third round uh, with the 83rd pick. The Denver Broncos select tight end from UCLA, Greg Dulcich. 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 That's what I said. I got a lisp, okay? Fuck around the fuck. What? I love his hair. Dulcich? Dulcich. That's what I said. Dulcich? He's got some great hair. He does have great hair. He's a beast of a man. I mean, this guy looks like uh, um, a freak of nature. Kelsey-esque. Okay. Uh, Former walk-on for the Bruins developed into uh, one of their best players and uh, developed into quite the passing game weapon for them, okay? He provides a downfield impact and run-after-the-catch potential. Given he averaged more than 17 yards per reception this past season to lead the Bruins, okay? Chip Kelly, right? Uh, Dulcich, did I say that right? You're getting it. Had four 100-yard receiving games over the past two seasons combined. He's far more advanced as a receiver than a blocker at the moment. Whoa! But he should contribute in the passing game right away. He looks great, man. You know, gray hair, a j- freak. I mean, looks like He-Man. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, so he was one of those guys. There was the, obviously, Trey McBride. There was this cat, and then there was the dude who we liked from Virginia. So, I mean, those were like the guys. So theoretically, theoretically, they got the best tight end in the draft. I've heard some people say. Well, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to tell me what Cecil was saying. You, I'm telling you, you know what I mean? So, you know, you, you choose to believe it or not, pal. But I'm telling you right here and right now, this guy, I'm not telling you he's a great player, but why not? Why couldn't he be, right? I mean, with Russell Wilson throwing to him. No doubt about it. Yeah, okay. he was on the uh, the Zoom call after you know the draft with some of the you know Denver media and he was asked about you know playing with Russell Wilson he says he's ready to go win some Super Bowls so Dulcich already bought in thinks that they can do some great things here in Denver okay um their third pick of the draft uh, they moved around a little bit. They moved up and they moved down. They were busy. Okay, so their third round, their third pick of the draft ended up being a fourth round pick, number one fifteen overall, where they drafted a cornerback, a corner from Pittsburgh. Pitt was good this year, and the defense was good. Damari Mathis. Okay, uh, George Payton said he wanted to get a corner, you know, in this draft, uh, and he took Mathis. With his first Saturday pick of the day, okay? Um, Let's see here. 77-inch arm span. He's a peacock. Uh, To go with 4.39 speed in the 40, right? Um, He initially projects as an outside corner in the Broncos defense. So, I mean, so far, so good. What's the problem, right? Sounds pretty good to me, these first three picks, right? Right. You know, the first three picks, I think, were very solid. But, damn, do you know what you could say? Sorry, keep going. But 
I don't like the fact that they traded back so often. Okay, but Dulcich say could end up being the round the value of a high second or late first round pick. Okay, but Nito, we'll see what he turns into. You know, and you know maybe you know getting those assets for future drafts could you know maybe bode well for them when they come. Yeah, to the you're trade, right. When they, I'm always down to move up when to they, get a better player, someone you love. When it comes time for the trade deadline and the Broncos are buyers. You can use some of the assets that you've acquired from trading back in this year's draft to maybe get a bigger star, a proven star. Okay, uh, we're going to need the noise for this one because this guy's name is so crazy. In the fourth round with the 116th overall pick, the Denver Broncos select defensive tackle, Iowa State, Ioma Uwazuruki. Wazuriki. Wazuriki? I, I I couldn't tell you. Aliki Boom Boom. Um, this guy looks like a force of nature. He's a freak show of a man, and he's six six, three hundred and sixteen pounds. A massive presence in the middle of their defensive line. U Wazuriki. I like the way it sounds with the A at the Razuruke. Is that what you said, the way you said it? Razuriki? No, you messed it up. Uwazuruke. Aruke. Yeah. You like that? I do. Uh, he's He was athletic enough to have 12 and a half tackles for loss, which are like sacks, plus, okay, nine sacks for the Cyclones this past season. Okay? Damn. You know, that's that's pretty good stuff. Uh, they re-signed Deshaun Williams, right? To like a one-year deal in free agency. Correct. And then uh, My- Mike Purcell returns. Am I right? Is this facts or am I lying to people? These are facts. Whew. Okay, but Uwazuruke <laughs> yes. will have a chance to like play, you know, chance to play soon. Push for playing time, especially on passing downs. Tell me. Okay, what do you think about that? I think, uh, you know, it was a solid draft pick, especially at that position of need. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how soon he can contribute with, you know, some of the other guys that they have. But I want to see how he does in camp. I want to see if he rises up the depth chart a little bit, you know, in preseason. It'll be fun to watch. Uh, let's do one more, then we'll go to break. They had three fifth round picks. <laughs> They ended up having three fifth-round picks. Number 152 overall uh, was a safety from Oklahoma, another Oklahoma player, Delarian Turner-Yell. It's a hyphen, Turner-Yell. Always love a hyphen, okay? Delarian Turner-Yell. Uh, I saw a dumb tweet. It said the Broncos secondary just got a lot louder. <laughs> I like that. So he's mentioned special teams quite a bit. You know, George Payton. Which why wouldn't he? Our stinks, you know, and it has for quite a while. But Turner Yell has the kind of speed four four, as well as the re- uh, reliability as a tackler to make an immediate impact there in special teams. Okay, we, so right, right, right. He's uh, says here he's far more advanced in zone coverage than he is in man to man coverage. Uh, but he's willing to attack the line of scrimmage and tackle with purpose. When he gets there and he has the traits that the Broncos want. 
That sounds good, right? Yeah. I mean. Did I go with you? Yeah, I think he he adds a little bit of good depth at that safety position. I think they already have a pretty solid group at that uh, position group with Simmons, well, what Kareem I, Jackson, Stearns, and now you add uh, uh, Yell to here, that. Here's what I would say. I want – so the next pick, for example, they draft uh, Montrell Washington. Speedster. He's a receiver from Samford. He's your returner. Okay, so I, I'm feeling you, but check this. I want – if I'm drafting in the later rounds, here would be one of my philosophies. If I'm drafting in the later rounds and I'm drafting a defensive player, I want him to be a premium prospect who went to a five-star school who went against NFL a caliber of talent on the defensive side. That's what I want. That's uh, that's that's what I want. That's not the only thing I'm going to go after, but that'd be the model. Like, that'd be... If I'm filtering something, like I'm filtering, I'm going to go to the website and I'm putting in purple chargers, filter, you know? Right. I would get uh, Delarian Turner Yell. For, you know, offensively, I'm willing to take a little speedster receiver from Samford. You know what I mean? I wouldn't take the corner from Samford. You know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's not rocket you know, surgery or brain science. So I'm just one of my kind of a philosophy. Before we go to break, we got a text from our guy, F. Lewis. Okay. He says, I appreciate the efforts of mock drafters, but it's interesting that they are not out today touting the accuracy of their picks. (laughs) Outside the top 10, I suspect accuracy is approaching. Zero point zero. None of these guys. It's a joke. I think you kind of look like an a-hole to put mock drafts out. Like, you got a lot of nerve to put a mock draft out. And I don't mean Zach. Zach, like, is paid. He's a paid writer to come here and do that kind of stuff for us. But, like, if you're not, you know, if you weren't, like, assigned it, then we probably don't need it. Oh, here's my third mock of this week. What do you guys think about this mock? Mock Lines are pretty sweet for me. It's all, like, first-round picks, like, in the fourth. My mock draft, 4.0. Pretty dumb. Let's go to break, come back. We'll finish out the rest of these picks. And some of these guys, you'll be the first time you ever heard of them, will be right now with us. And that's cool. That's okay. You could have tuned out to the weekend portion of the draft. It's kind of boring. But um, these are guys we're going to compete to make this team. I'm looking for the next John Mobley or Ian Gold. Or a guy who comes in and helps contribute as a very young uh, Bradley Roby. You know, Shane Ray on a rookie year. He was a very high pick, but that's the kind of contribution Nick Benito might need to come in and make if he's as good as advertised. Right? This tight end ends up catching 30 or 40 balls as a rookie because can't get him off the field. He's so talented. Poor man's Kelsey. Oh. Oh. I mean, that's what it is here. So, you know, John L is trying to hit home runs every pick you know and after going through the first little portion of this draft the most important portion of this draft i think george payne did a fine job i mean if they drafted a quarterback somewhere or a flashy receiver from a big school would that have got everybody a bone the boners going you know what i mean like this is just where the draft went tight ends aren't flashy you know, and either is a linebacker from Oklahoma, either is a safety whose name you can't pronounce from somewhere. But 
it's as good a draft as any, I think. I mean, the Patriots are always reaches. The people are clowning on the Patriots. You know, what do they know? They only have seven world championships. <laughs> right? Danny Williams and Jake Meyer at Smiley Sports. Yeah, he used to be good. Uh, he's still really good. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he's kind of revitalized his career with Silk Sonic. Yeah. That's what you're calling it? Yeah. You don't like this? No. I like him better with Mark Ron- Ronson. I mean, no, that, that's 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 peak. That's peak so it's all downhill from here for Bruno? No. There's some ups and downs still. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We've only saw that at the house about 50 times. Ugh. I, one was enough for me. <laughs> it was okay. There's no bad it's guy in the bad. movie. Actually, it was terrible. I mean, the grandma. Was the polish. Like, the grandma's evil? Yeah. Kinda. A little bit. Like, the house wasn't really evil. It's like no. there was no bad guy in Encanto. The grandma. The grandma she, was evil? She was the Whoa. antagonist. To the protagonist. Okay. I mean, I need like Evil Dragon or something. Bad guy. You know, I need a bad guy. Duh. I don't know, man. It's the simple things in life. Okay. So, as we kind of mentioned, they had three fifth round picks. Uh, they drafted at 152 uh, the safety Delarian Turner Yell, a safety from Oklahoma. Well, 10 picks later at 162, they drafted Montrell, not Montel. This is how we do it. They drafted Montrell, Washington, uh, a receiver from Samford. Washington is the first of the Broncos picks in the draft who is uh, not at the combine. Okay. But he's a special teams, you know, uh, project piece. Big potential. Okay. He had two punt returns for touchdowns last season, averaged 17 yards per return, but he also caught 60 passes as well. Okay, and he took a kick. Uh, he took a kick return back on Florida Gators. Mm-hmm. That was nice. So maybe even as a rookie, he has a chance to contribute and participate in the special teams game. We'll see, right? Yeah, I it'd be mean, sweet to have a guy who's just your return guy for the next two or three years, who you don't have to have Emmanuel Sanders or someone just fair catch it for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's been a struggle at that position. It seems like there's always a muffed punt or two every season. Uh, nine picks later, their last <laughs> pick of the first of the fifth round, they draft at 171 overall, Luke Wattenberg, a center from Washington, six four. 299 pounds will be perfect to stand in the way of little Russell Wilson to get in his way so he can't see down the field. He has uh, movement skills that suit the Broncos' offensive scheme, I guess, and has uh, potential versatility given he played guard and center for the the Huskies, okay? Big framed, arm span measured at 81 inches, well, one of the widest at the combine this year. Uh, he did struggle against some power first interior defensive linemen he faced over his six years of college. 
I mean, what are you, freaking Tommy Boy? Are you trying to be in a scientist or a doctor? Or what do we do? Six years? Okay. Uh, the best part is um, when he's on the move, it's something that I guess is special to see, and he's quite a specimen of an athlete. And also, he has been married for 10 years and has four kids. No, I made that up. I made that last part up. But if he's been to college for six years, you know. Uh, okay. The Broncos made two more picks in this draft. One sixth-round pick and one seventh-round pick. The sixth-rounder at 206 overall was Matt Henningsen. Okay. A defensive tackle from Wisconsin. Okay. Henningsen not 10 sin began his career at Wisconsin as a uh, walk on, but impressed quickly. He started the season opener as a freshman. Okay. And went on to play in 41 games during his career, you know, in that you know, against Ohio state every single year, six, three, uh, 298 pounds. He has a big reach as well. He wasn't invited to the scouting combine, but he had a quality week at the Shrine Bowl practices, according to Cecil. Uh, he also showed top-tier work at his pro day and position drills, though he did not run the 40 due to a hammy. Uh, he will have to battle to get into the rotation um, you know, on this defensive line and to make the cut after the 53, probably. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you know, a guy like that. When you suck, you keep your draft picks. Yeah. When you're talented, guys like this have to go become expendable and you have to live with it because you're good. No doubt about it. And every time you're drafting in the later rounds, that's going to be the the conundrum. You know, you got you got to. Well, you like him, him and you him. wish you could ha- sign him as an undrafted free agent at the end of the draft. But he was worth taking a risk and a gamble. So that he wouldn't get snaked or, you know, by another team in these last two picks. So that you have to take all, you know, each guy into consideration here. And then with the last pick of the November, seventh rounder, 232 overall, Fayon, Fayon Hicks, Fayon, F A I O N, Fayon, Fayon, a corner from Wisconsin. Two Badgers, two Sooners, right? Yes. Uh, the Broncos closed out the draft by selecting Hicks, another corner with potential to play on special teams. Five foot ten, one nine, one eighty nine, a four four nine. Uh, his pro day did not have the ball production of some of the other cornerbacks on the board. Had just one interception in his forty four games for the Badgers, but he is well schooled and still has room to grow on a developmental curve. Hicks started games in all four of his seasons for the Badger. That's the draft. What do you think? Not bad. I mean, like a, I have to say like a C-minus because they reached on two of the picks in the fifth round, according to my research. You know, I really I liked the first two picks, and then uh, I liked adding depth at positions of need like corner, and edge, so, but I, I really thought they should have drafted. Oh yeah, I thought well, they should have drafted Nicobe Dean when they had the opportunity. I hear you there, but all all three fifth round picks, I'd have traded all three for one more third round pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't need three fifth round picks, guys, because two of these guys probably can't even really make this team. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I got it all wrong. Maybe we're not as deep as I'm hoping, and 
are expecting us to be. And, you know, while Russell Wilson changes things, he doesn't change everything for every positional group. And it's just what it is. So to grade it, I think it'd be silly. Is there some guys that had some, were, you know, were big name guys on the board the Broncos passed on? Yeah. And those were the guys that will kind of forever keep our eye on in this draft. But this draft was weird. It felt different. It was built different because, again, our first round pick this year was Russell Wilson, guys. That's Don't forget that, you know. So I'm satisfied, and we move forward, and we'll try to get these guys, you know, acclimated and turn them into real Denver Broncos. And if not, that's it. So let's go to break. Come back on the other side. It's Molly Sports. Molly, Molly.